our mission. Transforming lives. Impacting generations. We look forward to stirring in people the hunger for lost souls. And empowering them to reach out to the world with the gospel. But there is more work to do. More lives to transform. More generations to impact. Closer to the well. Where we believe you, you will have an encounter. Hello, hello, how you doing? This is your host, Christopher Foba. I am glad to be here with you guys. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because we have something special. We have a great discussion that we need to talk about. Once again, this is a live chapel podcast closer to the well. How are you guys doing? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I got something special. I got a great team that is with me. I have Angel. What's What's up, up, Angel? How you doing? Hey, everybody. (laughs) And I have Moya with me. Yes, 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 yes. And of course, I have my other team, Grace and uh, Raymond. Um, But they're not here with us at the very moment. But it's fine. It's fine. I have my other team. But how you guys feeling today? How you guys feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. Real good. Real good. That's good. And how was excited? That's good. That's good. That's good. How was y'all week? You know, how was y'all week going? What was the highlight of y'all week and things like that? Okay, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, God really showed out this week. I'm mm. not even going to lie to you. God did his thing this week, and I can't wait till one day I can give my testimony on it. Mm. But yeah, this week was honestly, thank you for asking so I can brag on it a little bit. Okay. I I was stuck and God just came through. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Like I was really stuck in a situation and gosh, like in the last minute, I said, no, God is real for real. No, you can't just give it to us no. like that. No, you got to, you know what I mean, you got to get It's a teaser. It's a little nah. teaser. Okay, it's a teaser. Because I'm going to be here all day talking about it if you want okay. me to. No problem. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just, uh, okay, what about you, Moya? How was, what's the yes, highlight definitely. of you? Definitely, I, you know, echo what um, Angel just said. I think as we talk about the closer to the well experience, I think this week has definitely challenged me to stay mm. closer to the well mm. and to just, you know, even in my um, Bible studies, like, I feel like I'm getting more and more revelations and I'm like, oh, I've read this before, but I didn't see it in this way. Um, So definitely, you know, just more open to hearing the voice of God and my, you know, week and my daily walk. So it's been it's been a blessing. Mm, I like that. I'll kind of give mine. Actually, um. Well, not this week, but I believe last week mm-hmm. I actually went to evangelize. Oh, by yourself? Yeah, I went by myself. So okay. I went. Right, I went to, after work. I went to um, Rose Jordan Park okay. to go and work out. Okay. And while I was running, like after I was done running, I was going to my car. But I was like, before I go into my car, let me just do one, a walk around. You mm-hmm. know. So while I was walking around, I seen like a young guy in his car, mm-hmm. but he looked like he was thinking about life. <laughs> like the guy looked like you know, there's something going on. Mm-hmm. So I was walking, and I was like, "You good?" Just straight, like I was like, "Are you you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm good." He kind of like, you know, why are you asking me that?" Right, you're a stranger. <laughs> right. So I went back around again, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "You know what? Let me just go." I just felt led to just go and talk to him. Mm. So when I went there, I was like, "How's your day?" Just straight like that. And he started laughing. Like, why are you asking me this <laughs> I don't question? Know you. <laughs> but this, I'm gonna get in depth with it later on mm-hmm. i don't want to get too much into it but it was a it was a powerful experience mm-hmm. it was really powerful because i feel like both of us were touched mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying i think both of us needed it and things like that oh, but we'll man. get to it now later i want to hear more about I that i know it's a teaser right it's a teaser <laughs> yeah but yeah it, w- it was a beautiful experience and i think it made me more bold like mm-hmm. it's not only within the church but we're actually supposed to go out there That's and actually true. talk to people you'll That's be surprised true. like when i was talking to him like he has so many questions mm. to the point where, like, I was like, I have to go, but you know, because I have work. But like, yeah. he has so many questions, and so many people out here have so many questions, right. and we have answers, right? Mm. So, but we gonna get. I don't want to okay, spoil okay, it okay, too okay. much. Yes, but yes. wait, before, did you get his number though? So I he took down my number, and see, that's why I messed up, and I even forgot his name. Shame on me. But mm. he get, his name was a little tough to say. Okay, okay. But I did give. He wrote down his number okay. and things like that. Okay. But it, it was powerful. That's so hopefully good. he calls me. If I, if I go to the park, hopefully I see him and yeah. it will continue on from there. So that was my week That's besides nice. work and things like that. Yeah. yeah, so it's been great. But before we even, before I even give the topic, because okay. this topic was sponsored, let me not even say sponsored, but Moya okay. 
came up with the topic and um, Grace also. So it was wonderful and they broke it down and things like that. And I think it's a, it's a much needed topic to discuss about. But I want to read from um, Romans 12 to if anybody can read that for me. It doesn't matter. Okay, Romans 12, 2, it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah, and I think that that verse ties into what we're going to talk about, mm. and that is transform or conform. Okay. So, I think that's a very powerful topic to oh, discuss yeah. in this day and age, especially um, being a Christian, you True. know what I mean? Or <laughs> if you're not a Christian, like what does that mean? You know right. what I mean? And I say that because I realized that even speaking to the guy that I was evangelizing to or speaking to about Christ, mm-hmm. I realized that a lot of people are, are entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Meaning that what I think mm-hmm. is true mm-hmm. and nothing else matters. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be transformed? Like if someone was to ask you that, Angel, like what does that mean to you? Like what, like just kind of give like a brief, I mean, you can go any dynamic, like mm-hmm. go anywhere with it. But like, what do you think that means? Okay. So for me, transform is um, something you were before, right? Mm-hmm. And you are a whole new being. So when I think of transform, for some reason, visually, the first thing that comes to my mind is a caterpillar going okay. into a butterfly, right? Okay. So, you know, you're a caterpillar, you know, walking around, and then you go into your cocoon. And when you come out, mm. you're a butterfly. You look nothing like the caterpillar that you were before. Mm. So you transform into something like when people look at you they can even see the difference like this Mm -hmm. is not the same i know caterpillar and butterfly like analogy is kind of weird but just kind of stick with me like Mm -hmm. you're something different from what you were before so it's a whole 180 turn if that makes sense that's good and you think like with transformation do you think it's an inward outward thing or is it an outward inward thing like i think it has it starts from the heart i think it's an inward thing and then it it goes outward. That's what I think personally. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think I'll go off of that with transformation, like being transformed. I think it's within or your heart posture, your heart right? Posture, yeah. I think also with transformation. And going back to that verse, Romans 12, 2, because it says, um, and do not be conformed mm-hmm. to this world, but mm-hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. So now I want to bring renewal mm-hmm. to the mind, mm-hmm. to transformation. So what do you think when when that's when that verse says renewing of your mind, what does that mean to you? Like how do you look at that? Like hmm. um so I guess like your thought processes and everything that you were going about before mm-hmm. changes. You you become, you know, brand new. Okay. You you don't do the things that you used to do. Mm-hmm. You don't think the way that you used to think, you know? Okay. Like um and somewhere in the Bible it says like when I was a child I thought oh, yeah. as a child. Yeah. So now that your mind is renewed, you think differently. Mm. You you go about things differently. Like if you were impatient before, now you're more patient because your mind has been, you know, structured in a different way. Mm. So and and going to this world, because I like this verse, it says, do not be conformed to this world, especially in this day and age, especially mm-hmm. with our generation. And we were talking about it early. Why do you think that people are entitled to going back to I say to mm-hmm. their own opinion? Like, where do you think that that stems from? Or what is your viewpoint on that? Like, let's say if you were to come to somebody about, let's say, Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And for them, it's like, well, I believe in God. Right. And this is going to tie back to transformation. I believe in God, but I don't believe that you have to go let's say through Christ to you know have a relationship with God mm-hmm. so like where do you think as far I even forgot what the question I even asked you in the beginning <laughs> but what was the question I asked you yeah so where do you think mm-hmm. as far as in that aspect right. how would you apply that if that makes sense okay so basically um what makes you transform like your right. mind what, your what, mindset you, and your thinking well not even that like how would you like let's say someone in the world like okay. let's say someone who doesn't believe in Christ right you said that transformation is change right. renewal of the mind right. but like how is that applied because someone who doesn't have the same let's say viewpoint as you oh. and they're entitled to their opinion, to their opinion how do you you know yeah okay <sighs> okay that's an interesting question so I feel like um I feel like in this world, God gives us the freedom of choice. 
And that's the big thing that that kind of gets us or I guess humans messed up is because since we feel like we have the choice to do whatever we want, now we feel like my own opinion matters. Whatever I want to do, whatever I say can go. And that's what differs us Christians from people who don't believe in Christ because despite our own opinions, we know God has structured our lives in a certain way. So we have the verses to fall back on and different things like that to know what path we should be on. Mm -hmm. So even if I feel like, oh, when I get mad, Chris, if you make me mad, I can cuss you out. I can do this, that, and the fourth. But then in the Bible, it tells us we should be slow to anger. Mm. So then as Christians, our opinion, I don't want to say our opinions doesn't doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. but the Bible helps us structure Mm -hmm. um, where we should go. Like the word of God structures us um, for our opinions to not overtake us, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. that, that's a, that's a, I like that. So people who are, don't have anybody or don't have any structure, they're like wild beasts. Like they just do whatever they mm-hmm. want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what do you think? You asking me all the yeah, questions. No, what I, do you I, I, think? I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, okay. So for me, transformation. And I like to use example, and I like to use my own life experience, right? Okay. For example, right. Let's take the topic of let's say alcohol right okay so let's say around like 2018 2019 Uh i used to really drink a little heavy you know what i mean yeah i used to drink heavy um and i didn't think anything was wrong with it Mm -hmm. right for me it was just like yeah it's just drinking you know what i mean but like you said that the the bible has something like don't don't over drink you know what i mean just to kind of paraphrase Mm -hmm. but for me it's like i didn't see anything wrong with it right Mm -hmm. so I will, I will depend on it. I, will, I started to almost build a relationship with alcohol. And mm. To be honest, if I wasn't careful, it was going to take me somewhere. You mm-hmm, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the mindset for me was like, I don't see a problem with it. And I think it started to me mm, saying mindset. that I don't see a problem with it. I don't see a problem with it. Guess mm-hmm. what? That can turn into what? Addiction, yeah. right? And so with transformation, applying that um, to when I was drinking, I started to what? Get a conviction Like mm-hmm. okay What I'm doing I think there's something wrong right. it's, it's not right yeah. You see what I'm saying yeah. and, and that's what the spirit does mm-hmm. What you think is true What you think that might be right mm-hmm. The spirit will now let you know or guide you to say no like that's not right mm-hmm. and now you're having this tug of war mm-hmm. of okay like how do i go about this and things like that so in that aspect when i was drinking heavy and things like that didn't see anything wrong with it and then boom conviction mm. and that conviction helped me transform right to what is right or wrong yeah you see what i'm saying so yeah. i think that's something for me when it came to like being transformed mm-hmm. and that aspect mm-hmm. and even like building my relationship with christ like even with prayers yeah. you see what i'm saying when it came to prayers i didn't think like prayer was something like much needed but mm-hmm. like if i want to be able to build a relationship with christ mm-hmm. prayer is much is, is really needed you see what i'm saying so right. like i think things in those aspects was a way how i was transformed and i think the main was conviction mm-hmm. conviction yeah so you talked about um conviction a lot and yeah. one of the things that like you know, it kind of brings to mind is you. You also spoke about people who are non-believers. Do you think conviction can exist outside of faith or outside of God Himself and the Holy Spirit? Because if mm-hmm. you're not a believer, w- what are your convictions? Like Angel said, you know, you don't have those sets of principles and you don't have the Bible necessarily to guide you. So, where does that conviction come from if it's is it there or is it not there? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think there's a there's a there. I believe there is a verse, right? Um, let's just use an, use an example of mm-hmm. a person who doesn't believe in Christ mm-hmm. and is a good person, mm-hmm. right? He's a good person. He does everything that he he's, he he um, you know feed the need. He help people out. He does great things, right? However, does it mean like is it is it true, right? I feel like. Without Christ, you know what I mean? Everything else is in vain. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean because he's doing good things and he's doing... That's good and all, but is that actually true? So to answer your question, outside of, like, let's say an unbeliever who, you know, was convicted of that he shouldn't drink, that's good. You don't drink, you know what I mean? If you got that conviction and if you're not a believer, that's good. But it, it... is it is it where is it stemming from where is it coming from right when you have the backing of the spirit right. i think that's where it becomes valid i don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense i'm not saying that it's invalid mm-hmm. that he's not um 
he's not a believer but um he stopped drinking because he felt like i need to stop drinking because you know um I just feel like I want to be healthier or whatever the case is. That's good. But mm -hmm. the backing of the spirit, you know, being rooted in Christ will really help you navigate to what you need to do. Because at the end of the day, guess what? You might fall back into it. Right. And when you fall back into it, it might be even stronger. Mm -hmm. But when you have the spirit who can guide you, now he's like, no, we're going to break this. When you have prayer behind you, no, we're going to break this. We're going to continue on. Because don't just because you stop doesn't mean that uh, it's not going to come back. Mm -hmm. And if it come back, it might come back even stronger. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Not saying that that doesn't happen to you as a Christian, it right. can't. But guess what? We have that backing. We have that the spirit who guides us. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So that's good. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, on the same aspect, I feel like like you're asking conviction. I feel like people can be convicted even if they don't, you know, necessarily believe in in God. I feel like the Holy Spirit can touch anybody. Um, but I feel like it all goes back to your heart posture and mm -hmm. your mindset. Like you yeah. can't harden your heart and then like hope or think that God will touch your heart. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like you at least have to have an open heart, an open mindset Good. so the Holy Spirit can touch you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, like Cornelius, I think you were talking yeah, about the, Cornelius. Thank you, yeah. Um, he did, like when you read the book, uh, I think, oh, I don't want to say the wrong book. I think it's an Acts, but we'll look and make sure. Yeah. When you read it, Cornelius loved the things of God. He mm -hmm. paid his taxes. He did good to the poor. He did all this great stuff. So I feel like his heart posture was set up and open to receiving the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, when, you know, yeah. he got that blessing, it was able to come to him. So... If that makes sense, yeah. Dude, that, that, no, no, that makes. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah. And just to add, I want now because we've been on transformation a lot, transforming, transforming, right, right, transforming. Right. But now I want to go to conforming, right? And um, how do you navigate that, right? Like the from Romans twelve two, right? It says, "And do not be conformed to this world." How does that? How does that look like in this day and age? You know what I mean. Not mm. being a part of a certain crowd, right. not being um, influenced by certain people, mm -hmm. right? Being a Christian, and let's say if you're an unbeliever, how would you bring that to their perspective? You know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to smoke, or you don't have to drink, or you don't have to do things that won't help you grow. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you, and I'll kind of go from there, but how do you, you know, what does conforming, like, mean to you? And then the questions I'll ask you, how do you apply that? Okay. If that makes sense. And okay, so conforming to me, it, for me, it means, like, you're molding to whatever your environment is. Definitely. So if you're around, I don't know, like... <laughs> people who make bad choices bad Definitely. decisions like you'll start to attach you'll start to mold yourself to what they're doing so that's mm -hmm. why it's very important who you surround yourself with mm -hmm. so if you surround yourself with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs and like it's just in due time you'll be one of them if you surround yourself with people who make that bad decisions in due mm -hmm. time so conforming is just like attaching or just you know, going with whatever environment that you're in, you know, kind of like a um, bishop says this all the time. Do you want to be a thermometer or do you want to be a um, what? <laughs> it's a thermometer or a thermostat or a th a therm thermostat or a thermometer. Therm okay. Those are the two things. So okay. the thermostat sets the tone. Okay. A thermometer now is one that conforms. So whatever you're in, if you're in a cold situation, you're going to conform to that okay. cold situation. If you're in a hot <laughs> situation, you will conform to that yeah. hot um, situation. So you don't want to be a thermometer. You mm -hmm. don't want to conform with whatever you're in. You want to be that thermostat that sets the tone. Yeah. So yeah. And and, and I'm trying to figure because you know especially with this day and age, I feel like there's this big influence mm -hmm. on social media. Like at one point, I even had to like disconnect from Instagram, Facebook because no, yeah, it, it was just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Like it's just so much yeah. influence, and it's so easy for you to like get yourself in some type of trend. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I legit and since I've done that, I. It feels good. Like mm -hmm. I'm able to like get in tune with building my relationship with um, God and things like that. But conforming, I'll give an example. Like I remember, um, probably in middle school. Mm -hmm. Like I have so many life experiences. <laughs> <Talk on. laughs> you guys don't probably know, but I'm, I'm gonna say because I feel like it's a testimony. But like um, in middle school, a lot of my friends actually they used to, they used to smoke a lot. Mm -hmm. To be honest, mm -hmm. and 
you think in middle school, like, why are you smoking mm, at that age? But mm-hmm. it was the real deal. But I thank God, luckily, I wasn't involved in it, but I was still a part of it, even though I wasn't smoking, mm-hmm. right? And so going back to what I was saying as far, and I forget what I was saying, but basically, like, I, it started to mold within me. Like, because it's like, I don't see anything wrong, wrong with, with it, it right? Okay. So I was conforming. It was okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine. There's mm-hmm. no issue with it and things like that. So even though I didn't do it, it was just like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I'll be a part of them. They'll smoke and talk to me and this and that. And we'll just, and every time they'll go smoke, they always wanted me to be around them. You see what I'm saying? So I was used to it. You know, it's not a big issue. I'm cool. Middle school, right. by the way. So ooh, probably around, let's say college and things like that. That influence of me, you know, just going there with a mindset of, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm not smoking, so it's not a problem. Once I reached, let's say, college and things like that, I tried edibles. Mm-hmm. So these are things, little things like that, what they start to build up. Yep. It just goes back to, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, right? right? And so, boom, tried edibles and things like that. And it put me in a, back to a position where it's like now I'm conformed to the world mm-hmm. as far as what they're doing. I was influenced to what they were doing, even though it's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'll just be a part of it, but I'm not going to do it. And guess what? Now it, it influenced me and I tried edible. So luckily I got that conviction to mm-hmm. not do that Crash anymore. It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, experiences. But yeah, definitely. Um, I think that was one for me where like I was conformed to, yeah, conformed yeah conformed to that and things like that mm-hmm. but how and and you're you telling me as far as i know you gave me some example and things like that but in what situation where you felt like you were conformed how did mm-hmm. you like overcome that like okay. for me I'll, I'll give how i overcame it mm-hmm. but like that's just kind of like something that it kind of built up you know what Towards, i mean when yeah. I, because i had a mindset of oh it's not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. And you're, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually have an um, example that kind of happened recently. So I okay. took this uh, th- gender and sexuality class in college. And yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, my professor was transgender. Okay. And can you break that down with that? What transgender? Can you like specify okay. on that? Yeah. So my professor, she was born a woman. Okay. And um, she changed her identity to a man. So she's a woman, uh-huh. you know, has all the attributes of a woman, but she dressed like a man. And she has a partner that w- is a woman. Okay, so she's a, so she was a woman, and she trans to a man. Yeah, but now that she's a man, now she's has a woman partner now, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she was like my professor, and um, very stylish. You know, she always came in very dressed. So every single time a student comes in and she liked like their outfit, she mm-hmm. would you know look them. Oh, where'd you get this from? Where'd you get this from? Okay, cool. When I tell you, I just minded my business and sat in that class. <laughs> <laughs> And just listen because, okay, I'm getting to it. All right. So one time I wore a T-shirt that had a Bible verse on it, okay? Mm -hmm. So I walk into the class, and she was like, oh, let me read your shirt. Let me read your shirt. I said, oh, God. She about to be so uncomfortable. I said, this is so awkward. But then I was like, no, like, why Mm -hmm. am I worried about her uncomfortability? Like, let her be uncomfortable. Like, let her read this Bible verse. Let let it hit her something. Uh, Let it, you know, touch her spirit or something so mm-hmm. she read the bible verse i'm like what is she gonna say to me oh wow <laughs> so she's like oh, okay nice nice and so okay. i sat down but in that class chris like i didn't want to say anything because i i just knew if i would have said something that was opposing mm. to their beliefs people would have just got on me like oh no why do you think that way god loves everybody mm. uh-uh. like i didn't say anything in that class wow. so i conformed mm. wow to wow because wow, wow. i was afraid that like it was going to be 20 against one i wow. was and so I, then i went home and i really sat back and i was like no that wasn't good mm. that wasn't good at all like how am i going to teach my kids when y'all go to school and wow. they're saying this like no stand up for what you believe wow. in wow so I really, I was like, God, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to stand up for you next time. Like, but wow. no, I was actually afraid to say anything. Mm. I conformed to what everybody, I mean, even though I didn't say anything or I didn't agree, but my silence showed Spoke that. Spoke more. 
that I was agreeing with what they were wow. thinking. They were talking about, oh, we should have unisex bathrooms. So it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or trans or gay or whatever. Like, we can all go to the same bathroom. Wow. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no. Like, what do you know? So, yeah. So I just sat back and I thought, like, when we have kids... We mm. really have to instill in them, like, stand up for God. Stand up for what you believe in. Do not conform to, because it's just getting worse and wow. worse. So, wow. yeah, that was my time that I conformed. In that situation, I didn't do anything. But God put me in that situation again. I promise you, okay. I will stand up and be like, <laughs> no, this is what the word of God says. Wow. So, when I get the opportunity again, that's how I'll do it differently. Wow. I yeah. love that. I think one of the big things that you said that people don't realize is, Conformity, um, it comes with so much in it, right? Like it's not just your mindset, but mm -hmm. you also change how you behave around, you know, certain groups of people. Like you find yourself, you're your outspoken person, but now you're like, I'm a little bit more silent around right. these people. Um, I think, Chris, you hit up on that. Like, you know, just being in the presence of certain things uh -huh. that you normally wouldn't be. Uh -huh. Now you find yourself being okay with it. You know, you're, you're starting to like mold into um, like your environment so yeah. I think in both sense transformation and confirmation is a process mm. um, and it's there's a change that's happening right and it's gradual sometimes it's gradual and then over time like you realize you're unrecognizable right. either mm. way either if you choose to go the transformation route or the conformity route but one of the things that I wanted to touch upon that Angel said is the cancel culture right mm -hmm. um, for those that don't know cancel culture is um, basically when you speak up against something mm. um, that the majority wow. believes in yeah. and everybody kind of like shuns you from the community right. and mm. kind of you know people start losing their jobs mm -hmm. get oh, kicked wow. out of schools oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's like a there's big consequences for speaking up against the majority how do you guys think that plays a role in whether or not you choose to conform or transform because wow. if now there's an economic aspect of it you're going to lose your job you're mm. not going to be able to feed Pay your family your are you going to really like stand Whoa. up like how does that That's play a good. factor talk about it Ooh, thank That's you for it. that no, no, yeah. I don't, my mind is just racing everywhere I don't <laughs> even know where to start from but um, you want to go you want to yeah, go yeah yeah I can go I, real quick yeah go ahead go ahead go okay ahead, yeah. so for me I just really think about the disciples and the like when they were mm. following Jesus and I feel like for us, we shouldn't, we should trust in God and know if we stand up for God, he's going to have our back. Mm. So even though it may, and it's easier said than done. So if you stand up for what you believe in and they fire you from your job wow. and now you're looking at me like, Angel, I stood up for what I believed in and now they fired me from my job and how is like, how am I going to pay my bills for next week? Mm. Me? The way I trust in God, I'm a firm believer. Somehow, some way, God will step in just because you stood up for him mm. and he will back you. He will. Someone will send you money. Someone will say, you know what? Next three rent is on the house or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So just be able to trust in God. If you do not trust in God, then it'll be so easy for you to be like, oh, no, I don't think he'll be able to take me out of this. So, mm. yeah. Don't worry about being canceled. Don't worry about you losing friends. Don't worry about anything like that. Because if God has your back, it don't matter about right. anybody else. So right. wow. that's and you say it's called what the cancel culture. Cancel culture. Oh, what? Uncle Chris, don't <laughs> you've heard? No, no, no. no I'm you never heard of it. No, I never oh, heard of that. Wow. No, you know I've been seeing it a lot on like YouTube and things okay, like that. Like okay. I know there's like some past like YouTube. Um, pastors who you know have their ministry online mm -hmm. and things like that i know a lot of them been coming on and saying that hey look i have a different website like i follow this guy his name is david lynn he mm -hmm. does evangelism and that guy is he's on fire for god he doesn't care what it is but i know he got banned from um youtube he got banned from oh, wow. Facebook. like he got banned from so many social media platform but he has another platform that is funded from the mm -hmm. people that are following him and things like that mm -hmm. so he's able to um to continue to minister and things like that. And so just to go back to that, I don't know if you guys know Neo. Okay. Neo, yeah, just R&B. I know oh, we're, yeah, talk yeah, 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 we're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. the last time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, I don't know if he was on a show or on a podcast show or whatever the case is, but mm -hmm. um, I think he was touching on as far as the transgender oh, okay, and the okay. identity, the things, yeah, okay. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and he was just talking about an aspect of like parenting his kids. Like yeah. if it was to come, like if, his kids are in school whatever the case is like no like he's gonna stand up for what is right and what is wrong mm -hmm. and they try to and they legit try to cancel it. so that's when you say cancel culture it it's coming i didn't know what it mean but now it's coming into yeah. pieces but they try to cancel him mm -hmm. and um one of his um i think his agent 
went on social media and was like oh um you know he apologizes for what he says and things like that um you know whatever the case is you know we're sorry for whatever you know we um agree to what you guys we believe. take the statement back. we take the statement hart went through a similar um phase as well he said you know like i oh wow. he, according to him he said he has no issue with the community but for his household yeah he does not want that to be in his household okay and he got canceled from i think he was supposed to do like an award ceremony and that was a loss for him of course oh, wow. millions of dollars in contracts um so there are people even um you know joel Osteen was asked recently like um maybe like a year ago like you know what are your thoughts on the lgbt community and he wow. couldn't outwardly say what his thoughts were because he was like, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Like I have millions of people that follow me. So, you know, this this has influenced um, so many um, prominent people with big platforms wow. that, you know, they have an opinion, but they it's like they're put in a box. They can't really sh- fully mm. share that opinion because they're afraid that whatever they've, you know, taken <laughs> years to build yeah. up, that their people are just going to stop, you know. Um, supporting their business, stop yeah. supporting their platforms, and they're gonna lose a lot of money, you know, by wow. doing that. But you know, and to go back to that, like, and and it's it's crazy because it's like now I have to contemplate, I have to really think that if I say this, I might lose a yeah, contract right. that can feed my family and things yeah. like that. But one thing, I don't know if Neil's a believer or not, mm-hmm. but if he is, praise God. Mm-hmm. Even though his agent said that on Instagram or whatever the case is, Neo came back on. He came back on Instagram. Oh. He came back and made a video like, um, "What that what, what he said? Um, let's let's mean. throw that away. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that, that's invalid. I don't I care see. about that." Mm-hmm. He was like, "This is what I said. Is what I said." Hey. You guys have opinions, like I have opinions. opinions. You guys have and that's the thing. There you go. Like right? when you have a contradicting opinion, everybody wants to come at you, and then when you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But he stood up. He's like, no, and it just goes back to and how do you navigate that? Yeah, like if you're put in a position where like my family, I have to feed. I need money. I'm in a position where you know I'm financially unstable, and this job is helping me and things like that. Mm-hmm. It just goes back to having faith, yeah. right? It just goes back to like God got my back. God it doesn't matter, and the fact that he did that he said look he said i'm a father i think he has five he has four boys one girl right he said look if you guys want to whatever you guys want to do if y'all want to cancel me i don't care i'm gonna figure out what i'm gonna do to feed my family Mm -hmm. the guy stood firm to what he believed in yeah when he did that i was like wow guess what and he's gonna get canceled i'm pretty sure they're gonna cancel him but like my thing is is like if the world cancels you it doesn't matter because like when you go to heaven that's what matters at the end so a bible verse that came to mind and um i like I usually ring New King James Version, but mm-hmm. in the message version, I like it better right now. So Matthew chapter 10, verse 32, verse 32, mm-hmm. it says in the message version, stand up for me against the world's opinion. Wow. And I will stand up for you before my father in heaven. So mm-hmm. same thing in the New King James, it says, therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my father who is in heaven so the contrary exists as well if you do not confess mm. god in front of man like the same when when you are standing in front of judgment god's gonna deny you too so imagine <laughs> come on come on come imagine on. you're Speak in heaven and and god's like nah chris i don't i don't know who chris is he's like <laughs> god what you talking about we used to go with so the same aspect you have to stand up for god when all other opinions are coming against you in wow. the same way god will stand up for you for his in father and so just imagine jesus in heaven he's like no nah, my, my moya nah she's been with me since day one and in you know what yeah. i'm saying so Wow. Stand up, y'all. Stand up yeah, for that's God. True. Yeah, and do, yeah. It's easier said than done, in my opinion. But how do you do that? Even I love the scripture that you brought, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it it shows that you know everything that we do here has an eternal consequence, it right? Sure does. Like, yes, you know, um, we're thinking about um, you know people's businesses and ministries and stuff. Things that you know are all gonna you know everything on earth is gonna pass away, and yeah. ultimately we have to face judgment. Definitely. But how do we um, exist in spaces where? You know, it's all about like unity and like um, diversity, right? Mm-hmm. Diversity is a big thing, of course. You know, mm-hmm. as people of color, we believe in diversity, but diversity also translates to diversity in thoughts, right? Yeah. How do you exist in spaces where people don't think the same as mm-hmm. you? And you know, are you gonna be there, like, 
you know, repent, repent, stop it, stop yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. Or are you gonna find like a more, um, uh, like a more like uniform way or like a more kosher no. way to kind right. of bring forth bring for the good and message? And, and, yeah. Okay. To, yeah, and that's a good question. I remember working at um. You you have something to say? No, go ahead. Okay, I remember working at T Mobile, right? Um, T Mobile, of course, they're very big on the uh, LGBT. I don't even know how to how to say LGBTQ. Sure. L- I don't know. L-G- yeah, LGBTQ. Yeah, LGBTQ. Plus. With the plus. I-A. Yeah. Plus. Okay, the plus. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, I know with um, T-Mobile, they're very big on that, right? So I remember, like, um, they used to give out um, um, cups that would have the flag oh. on there and things like that. Really? And f- let me, foreigners used to come and they used to, like, it's free. You come, they'll just come and grab them and things like that. But I don't think they understood the um, the meaning behind it. And then within um, the company, like, mm-hmm. the people were like, when they give out free things, they were, you know, joyful. You know, some of them were like, pass them out and things like that. Um, but with me, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't, not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. You see what I'm saying? Period. And I think, I think, um, I don't think anybody was offensive to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I believe in. Yeah. I had even, uh, there was one girl who was, um, I don't know how to say, you know, gay? but yeah, she she was she was gay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she knew my belief I knew, right. and that's what she believed in. Yeah. She knew I stood firm in it. You right. know what I mean? We had to work together. Yeah. We still had great conversations, yeah. but there was, no, there was respect with each other. And I even preached the gospel to mm-hmm. her. You know what I mean? And I remember her telling me that, hey, look, if today I die and I go to, you know, hell, I knew that you told me, so I can't tell you that. Yeah. Jesus. Can you imagine? Right. Oh, Can you? No, but. Forgive them. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, what Moya is saying, like, no, like, I'm going to stand and I'm going to stand firm in what I believe. Because now if I changed and I conform to what you believe, mm. then I'm not standing firm to what I believe. Yeah. So it don't matter. Yeah. See, so I work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And Ooh. as y'all know, Chick-fil-A, the founder, he's a Christian. Yeah. And this is before I worked at Chick-fil-A. So this was I was in like maybe a freshman in high school I don't know how old I was but I remember like the founder I don't know if he was alive at the time but they made a statement like we do not stand um, you know for the gay community oh my gosh well, they had they had protest I remember my friends in high school we like went to the the protest in front of Chick-fil-A oh, and all that kind of stuff it was a big like deal like protesting against them or them against like, so we were in support of Chick-fil-A okay you guys are support okay. and then there are other people who are opposing beliefs that didn't like they were like no you know this is a bomb like all kinds of stuff like people were mad at the fact that the founder came out and said, like, he doesn't stand for gay people. He doesn't stand for the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Pe- people, I know, sidetrack, my mom has a friend that she works with, mm-hmm. and she is gay. Mm-hmm. She's, like, she doesn't work at, she doesn't eat at Chick-fil-A. Are you serious? Because of that. Wow. She missing out on good chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, not even, hey, I mean, but it just goes back to, like, yeah. now. I mean, I, I think, and I thank God that Chick Fil A is able to stand for, um, stand firm. I mean, they have a, I, I feel like they have a great foundation. Yeah. And you guys have great investors, so I feel like even no one, yeah. no one about it don't matter. Like we gonna continue to. And we're gonna continue. Yeah. And the thing, is, and even they're closed on Sunday too, in yeah. respect of people who want to go to church mm-hmm. on Sunday. And my thing is, I personally feel like that is a the main reason why Chick Fil A is flourishing the way that it's flourishing. Like y'all, y'all can all test. If you know, if you've ever been to Chick Fil A, that place is busy. Yes, I know it is. It's crazy. That place is busy all the time. <laughs> but I feel like God is blessing because you stood for me. Mm. You stood up for me, and so because of that, I'm gonna bless you. Wow. So I feel like you. We have to stand up for what we believe in. We wow. can't be shy because that man. People maybe like half of his customers could have left. Mm. Or maybe his whole place could have shut down because of that. Right. Or, you know, people could have vandalized all kinds of things. But he still stood firm on what he believed in. And be, I firmly think, I don't know, but I firmly think that's why God's blessing that. that. Amen. So then with all this, do you think freedom of speech actually exists then? Because, I mean, at, at this, in this point of time now, it's like I feel like you're, you don't you don't have no say anymore especially as a believer mm. i just feel like so? now it's like if you say something you're either what judging me i remember mm-hmm. bishop was speaking on it like people don't even know what what do judgment actually mean mm. it's like you say one thing and it's like oh you're judging me huh yeah i just said no you're judging me you're yeah. judging me you're you're um <laughs> they have words that they call you now if mm-hmm. you're if you say something that contradicts in what they believe it's like no yeah. you're judging me so now we live in the world where we have to conform to what you believe in or we have to conform to what the world is saying mm-hmm. and we don't have a right to say anything anymore so does freedom of speech actually exist now are we able to you know preach what 
the Bible was saying? Yeah. Can we like what what what's happening? Like what do you think about that? Okay. I still think freedom of speech still in the same way, just as we have the freedom to say whatever we want to say. Definitely. They have the freedom to say whatever they want to say. Definitely. And how I understand it and how I react to it is how I understand it and how mm. I react to it. In the same way they might understand it or react in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, that's just left up to you. Like, if you want to, for me, okay, even though I work at Chick-fil-A, there's still some people that will never eat at Chick-fil-A, and there's some people that are gay and still work at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, oh, good. Um, so it's just, you know, their mindset on things. So for me, I'll still like you. I'll still have conversations Definitely. with you. Like you said, you had a friend that she worked with at T-Mobile, and you yeah. had conversations with her too. But here's the thing. I had this one girl, me and her were cool. Mm-hmm. I would talk to her. She knew what I stood in. Right. She invited me to her wedding. Okay. Oh. And she was a girl getting married to a girl. Oh, And okay. I was cool with her. You know, we would talk. And she invited me to her wedding. And I sat down with one of my friends. I was like, would it be messed up if I went? Or should I not go? Because, mm-hmm. like, me and her are still cool. And, like, I still love her. God calls us to love everybody as we love ourselves. So, like, am I not showing her God's love if I don't go? But her belief, anyway, all that to say, I didn't go. Okay, wow. I didn't go to her wedding because um, I still love you, but that doesn't mean I have to do everything that you want me, like, to do or what you invited me to do, right. you know? I still have to stand firm on my foundation and what I believe in. Right. I love you, but I don't love what you do. Mm. So... Yeah, I went on a tangent there. I don't even know if we can reel it back in. But <laughs> no, that's but freedom from, of speech. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Freedom of speech. I feel like, yeah, we still have freedom of speech. How though? Because if if, if we're talking about the cancel culture, who's mm-hmm. behind the cancel culture? Who's behind as far as if I'm speaking about what I believe in, right, mm-hmm. on YouTube, right, and because I'm t- now we even have to be you. careful on what we say on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. We say something, they take off the message. Why? Oh wow! Why, but why though? It's, it's it's a good question. So that's why I ask it. Do Ooh, we really have that freedom? freedom of do we really have it? Because if I say something, you know what I mean, it's getting canceled. We have the cancel culture. But if they're saying something, oh, we're, we're gonna push that agenda. So do we really actually have it? That's why I'm asking that because I see. yeah, because it's like now everything is being canceled. Why do people pastors who want to give the word online now have to be careful and not even have to create their another platform? To continue their ministry, right? Wow. So does freedom actually exist now? Do you think it actually exists in day and age? I don't think so. Okay, so yeah, tell me what you think about it because I, me, I didn't even know if you say something on Facebook Live, the whole thing can get shut down. I mean, it can. That depending on what you say. If That's you say scary. the wrong, you know, if you say the wrong thing or if you're, if it's, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on. Okay, it. so like, what's an example of saying the wrong thing and get shut I down? I mean, I've, I mean, it just depends. Like for example, like David Lynn, right? The, mm-hmm. I'll use him for example. He mm-hmm. evangelizes, and with him, he's very raw, cutthroat. This is what it is, right? Right or wrong? I'm gonna. To say the truth and okay. things like that and um i think i don't know i could be wrong i gotta do more research mm-hmm. but i know if they if people complain mm-hmm. complain about what you're saying or if they oh, feel like it's like offensive or, or, any, oh, or they can report it they right. can, and if you get a lot of report mm-hmm. then it'll be canceled or oh. whatever the case is so in that aspect i think with reporting and things like that that's what i'm saying like does do we really or actually have I the freedom and of things speed. like that okay. even in one case there's so many videos of what he did because he's very bold and i appreciate him for doing that like i think in canada i remember one day he was um doing baptism mm-hmm. <laughs> and even with the baptism i mean the 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 people showed up and mm-hmm. when i say people as, as far as the people that believe in homosexual homosexuality yeah. came and support with each other and they came against this guy that was baptizing people mm-hmm. in the water you see yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and it it just shows like I mean, of course, he had law enforcement that were there and things like that. But it shows like there's more. I feel like the world is getting to a point where what is not true anymore. Like my like I said, being entitled to my own opinion is now becoming so true. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is is, con- is 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 going against what I believe. In. And because of that, I'm going to cancel you. out. I'm going to report you and things like that. That's what I say. I feel like in the aspect of freedom, I think it's almost in a way not there anymore. Yeah. We almost have to be careful on what we say now. Mm. We almost have to be on our toes. If I say that, mm, I don't know. I don't know it, it, what's going to happen, what's about to happen, and things like that. But yeah. 
Well, what you're talking about is, you know, censorship and censorship is a powerful tool. Censorship was that, that? Censorship. So like, you know, when you watch um like TV and maybe somebody says a curse word and it's like bloop. Oh, right? okay, okay, so okay. So censor, okay. you censor okay, okay, okay. like the conversations mm-hmm. and you know, that's what we see happening on social media, right? Like um, you know, it's a tool that can be used for good, of course, um if something is just outright like outrageous, but then it can also be used as a tool of the enemy as well to censor um, the gospel, right? Mm. Like if, if there's truth out there, right, and people are, you know, behind the screen censoring truth, mm. then what gets to the people is not truth, right? They get parts of the truth or fragmented Sheesh. truth or um, delusional truth, uh, if that's a word, but, you know, they mm. never really get access to the full truth. And, you know, that's one of the things that we have to be careful, especially like, you know, the Bible warns us in the last days, it's going right. to be hard to know what is true and what is false because, right. you know, there's all these people with platforms that, you know, what they say is going to sound good, but you have to sometimes question it. Like, is this like the watered down mm-hmm. um, <laughs> version of what I need to hear? Right. Like, yeah. is this really true? Um, they're telling you like everything is okay. Right, like you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like you know, God loves you, right. and it sounds really good, right? right? But is that really um, the truth? And one of the things I wanted to even ask you guys, as mm-hmm. we even like wrap up, okay. is you know, um, what do you do when something is biblically wrong but socially acceptable? Right. Mm. So we have so many examples of that. For example, we have abortion that's legally okay. right, right, um, but biblically wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, we have fornication. That is culturally rampant, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, that the hookup culture is big, yeah. Um, but biblically wrong. Like, what do you do when, you know, there's something that is, you know, biblically wrong, and like, how do you speak out against those things, or do you not speak out? Like, what are some of the the, the strategies you use to deploy when? Yeah. yeah. Um. Let me go to that. There's there's actually a um, verse and um, bishop. What's the bishop that was just here? What's his name again? Oh, from Kenya? Yeah. Kefo, my. Kefo, yeah. Um, on Sunday, um, he was talking about, um, uh, I think one was conviction, mm-hmm. but right. um, stand up mm-hmm. for your, uh, basically your, what you believe in, right. you know, be rooted in Christ. Mm-hmm. I and mean, he was talking about Paul. Mm-hmm. And I'll apply it to how how you can apply that into what's um, biblical, biblically right and um, culturally accepted. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, perfect. Yeah. So we, we know that um, Paul, right. Mm-hmm. We knew that he was persecuting the Christians mm-hmm. and he truly believed that what he was doing was correct. Right. You said I'm saying right. until he had what an encounter with right. God. When mm-hmm. God said, why are you killing my people? Why mm-hmm. are you killing me? Mm-hmm. Basically, you said I'm saying. It. So when he was able to receive that, that um, conviction, when he was able to receive that, that renewal of his mind, like, hold mm-hmm. on, wait a minute. I'm, I, what I was doing was, I, it, I thought I was right. Right. I thought I was right. Yeah. But actually I was wrong. Yeah. You said I'm saying. So he had that, that moment of what conviction. Mm-hmm. And from that that encounter he had, I mean, look at look at the impact he has done. To this day, we still read some of the books he, or the, some of the letters that he has wrote. That's how mm-hmm. powerful mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to in that aspect of what is um, biblically right and um, culturally, um, yeah, biblically right, culturally um, right, right. Mm-hmm. I think it just goes back to what conviction and standing up. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that that. How do you go? How do you? Going to your question as far as how do you navigate it, I just think it's just stand it up. You know what I mean? I'll never forget when I was evangelizing to that boy at the park. One of the questions he asked me, he's like, why are you so passionate? He asked me, why am I so passionate? Yeah. What is it about this thing that you're telling me? And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to you. And it's like, I, I just can feel that that you you yeah. love him mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i just think that it just goes back to like standing firm right. standing like you know what even though i thought it was right and hopefully i'm answering your question Maya. Mm-hmm. i thought i was right but i'm actually wrong mm-hmm. and now that i know that i'm wrong right. now i need to stand up firm yes. and really stand and really like preach what is right mm-hmm. you know what i mean so in the aspect if someone is you know Remind me one more time with your question again, because I want to make sure that yeah, I have it right. Yeah, but I think you 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 hit it. You, you hit it. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I said, you know how as as a believer, if something is like rampantly right in society, okay. Okay. but you know stands against our the our beliefs and yeah. the Bible, like how do you navigate that? I think 
for a lot of people, they we all, you know, maybe have some ways sometimes that we struggle with mm-hmm. that particular area because you're like, well, everybody's doing it and it, it is legal and, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you can smoke, you can drink, right? Legally, right? Yeah. But again, like, the are morals, these yeah. things like things that are right based on our biblical principles that we practice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a quote and it says, if you don't stand for anything, you'll you, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. So mm. you have to stand up for so, at least stand up for something. And going back to like, why are you so passionate about when that guy asked you? Yeah. I saw this uh, clip, and I'm gonna like sum it up in uh, two seconds. Yeah. So basically, this girl, her name is China McLean. She's an actress, mm-hmm. um, and she was in Hollywood a lot. But she kind of like stopped taking gigs because she realized like Hollywood was very like un. And so she basically gave this analogy, and I love it so much. Um, In short, she basically said if she went out and she went to her front yard and she saw a snake and she came back inside and, um, let's say, Moya is her friend, right? And Moya is about to go outside to her car to the same front yard, Mm -hmm. um, but she knows there's a snake there. Definitely, yeah. But if I sit there and I'm just like, okay, well, hopefully the snake doesn't hit her, you know. But if I come back inside and be like, Moya, don't go out there. There's a snake out there. No, you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. That's the same way as us Christians. We know what is out there. Mm -hmm. We know that there's a snake in the yard. We know what it will be like if you die and you don't confess um, that Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart, Mm -hmm. in your heart. So we are so passionate because we don't want you to get bit. Mm. We are so passionate because we don't want you to go to hell. So like that's as us as Christians, we should be so passionate to save our brothers and sisters from Mm. them going to hell when i tell you though it is so hard because some people are stuck <laughs> they are stuck in their ways <laughs> and so you try to tell them like no jesus loves you and you can't be doing this that and the fourth mm-hmm. like at that point in time you just have to go back and pray and just ask god to touch them because it's not supposed to be a fight it's not supposed to be right. um uh it's just supposed to be like a regular conversation right. a regular discussion once it gets to that point of y'all going tit for tat and yeah. da, 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 like yeah just leave it to god and let him um fix it so going back to what moy was saying like how do you stand for something that is biblically wrong but socially accepted okay. like you like what you were saying too i'm just confirming what you're yeah. saying you have to just stand on be rooted in what you believe in yeah yeah. Be rooted in what you believe in. And going back to what we were saying before, if you stand on stage and you're saying contra- something contradicting to what the world believes in and they cancel you or they take your video down, like I said, I don't know, y'all. The, the belief and the trust that I have in God is so strong that there will be another opportunity mm-hmm. that God will probably even put you on a bigger platform. Amen. Like, oh, they canceled you. 200 people can't view you, but you get invited to some big um, convention that you're speaking to 2,000 people mm-hmm. and now the message that you wanted to send on Facebook is now hitting even more people so right. let them cancel that video let them take it down but still stand firm on what you believe in because God will open the door he will make a way to make sure what his truth gets out there come on so yeah that's, that's good that's good I appreciate that yes yeah so Thank you guys for joining this episode. It was very powerful. I I was very much excited. Um, Guys, stand firm. Yeah, bro. Stand firm. Stand firm. Don't give up. You know what I mean? Do not be conformed to this world. The world is going to throw lies at you and things like that and get rooted in christ you know what i mean there's this there's power in his name there's healing delivering so whatever you think is true in your in your own eyes test him out and he will guide you and show you and things like that you can definitely follow us on um apple Podcasts. we are on spotify so you can subscribe please follow us because we have more things coming and things like that so thank you so much for joining y'all stay blessed